Welcome to Welcome Power Monday. Blue Mondays are a thing of the past. Your Mondays will never be the same again. We enter our weeks with energy. This is this Empowerment is Podcast. Empowerment. We are here to empower you, to inspire you, and to equip you. You are chilling with Nompi Lokomede, the powerhouse. powerhouse. Enjoy the show. Greetings, greetings, greetings on this beautiful Monday. It is a beautiful month. It is Women's Month. I was so excited that I could cover all the main males in my podcast when it was Men's Month. And this month, I'm bringing you a whole lot of women empowerment. And I'm so excited as I look at my calendar and who I've got in store for you. Today, I've got a lady who did seven marathons in seven continents in seven days. I'm just inspired by her resilience, her habits, her discipline. She wakes up at 4.30 in the morning to run. She's just so amazing. She's a corporate giant. She's a runner. She goes, she's got a, a corporation which is called Go Beyond for a Girl Child. I don't normally introduce my guests, but this one, it's because I know her from back in the days when I was still a little girl, a 10-year-old, in Mseleni, we went to school together. And when I saw her rising and climbing the corporate ladder and doing these amazing things, I was like, no ways, I have to have her on my show. I actually intended to have her in June because she's still a youth. Um, uh, so I, I, I had her as my guest, as my guest, I wanted to have her in June, but unfortunately due to her busy schedule, she couldn't make it, but I'm just so inspired by her story. And I'm so sure that today you'll start your Monday on a different level. I'd like to welcome my guest, Nondu Tugo Mgabi. Welcome to my show, Nondu. Thank you, Nompilo, for having me. Oh, you are so humble. You know, all the times I interact with you to ask and get to your time, you just say, it's fine, we'll schedule. But I know that you're busy and you're in the senior positions and known to tell us who is known to so that I don't waste your time. <laughs> Thanks, Nompilo. Not to talk, Omkapi, like you have rightfully said, I mm. hail from a village of Mseleni, that where I was born and bred, attended mm. Um, Seleni primary school and high school. Then I finished my high school at Zenzeleni High School. Then I went to University of KwaZulu Natal to do my undergraduate uh, degree in psychology. Thereafter, I did my honors and masters at UKZN, masters in industrial psychology. Thereafter, I went to South African breweries as an intern psychologist. That mm. way, I did my and wrote my board exam and qualified as an industrial psychologist. I continue to stay in the corporate world. And thereafter, I have obviously received a number of supports and opportunities and climbed what they call the corporate ladder. But uh, honestly, it's been it's been an amazing journey for me. And I think it's a journey of hope, especially for girls from rural village. Like mm. you've said, I'm quite that I founded an initiative Go Beyond and I've got a sub-program to that which is Go Beyond for a Girl Child yes. and then after now I moved to RBM which is Richard Spay Minerals Rio Tinto I think it was in 2011 mm-hmm. and I enjoyed seeing my career there uh, flourish being supported mentored coached and then I then got an opportunity to move to Richards Bay Coal Terminal, where mm. I am 
all and again they have received many opportunities for growth i am now the general manager of human resources looking after both hr and corporate affairs i am very passionate about education i have an initiative like i've said go beyond for a child this mm. initiative is about supporting um, primary schools from deep rural villages by providing yes. infrastructure as well as educational resources. How do I do this? I combine my passion for running with my love for education. I really honestly don't believe in education mm -hmm. simply because it's one thing that has worked for me. And I say this, Nombilo, at the backdrop of knowing very well the unemployment rate in South Africa. Knowing yes. full there's so many youth or people with even postgraduate um, qualifications who are at home. Having said that, yes. for a child, education has been one constant common denominator in advancing a black child. Mm. And we therefore to lose hope and preach an otherwise message. Hence, I still work very hard, especially in primary school, because I believe that um, a child is made in primary school. And Definitely. because I believe that genius is equally distributed, but unfortunately, sure, opportunities sure, sure, sure. So I do my best to actually give, especially a girl child, some opportunities. And I do this uh, by uh, running a toughest foot races on earth, like mm. you have highlighted on in February 2020, I became the first female from Africa to run to seven run marathons. Seven. Yes, yes, in yes. seven days. Mostly, yeah. non people I did this to raise funds to build five new classrooms for a school in need in Mduba Duba in Dugudugu village, a school yes. called the Primary School. And yes. thanks to general sponsors, I was able to raise 1.7 million to sure, 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 five. Sure and furniture the school. So basically, that's who I am. I really, tr truly, truly do love life. You know, I'm a very grateful person. And yes. yeah, that's going. Wow. When I was reading and listening to your interviews, I saw that you've got a very close friend, Zama Lutuli, who actually motivated you to start running. Are you guys still friends with Zama? Absolutely, yes. She actually really... <laughs> started my 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 college my journey of running we were at rpm together and mm -hmm. this time 2013 because that's when i started running she invited yeah. me and said no go for east coast big walk let's sign mm. up for 10 kilometers like what you kidding me i mean then i had never even signed up for a three kilometer walk i was mm. like there's no way I'm 10 kilometers she was she convinced me you know she's so hyperactive positive full of life and energy she's like no you will enjoy it so many people who who are like you you know and we went there really needless to say i truly did enjoy and i finished a 10 kilometer without even realizing and um, mm. that it's 10 kilometers i felt so good Nambilo, and i came back and i was like wow i really really like that feeling that i had after finishing 10 kilometers the feeling of uh, accomplishment so i then started uh, jogging in the morning um needless to say within a year i signed up for comrades marathon Ooh, wow you are so brave honest <laughs> thank you let us be honest no below uh, for good mental health yes well, yes definitely i agree. drink water and yes. exercise yes 
Wow, Nondutogo, I'm so inspired already by your journey on how you made 1.7 million just because you believe in education. And if it was for me to choose, I would say Nondutogo for president, but it's not for me to choose, but I'm sure the world will know about you. Nondutogo, how did you get to the executive at the age of, of 30, by the age of 30? Yeah, and I'm totally humbled, Nombilo. Um, the first um, youngest ever executive appointed by the terminal since its mm. inception in 1984. Sure. Yes, I was appointed to this position uh, in September 2017 as a general manager of human resources. You have asked a very pertinent question about how do you get to basically accelerate your growth in the mm, workplace? Yes. I'm choosing to use the word accelerate your growth because you a person may not end up in executive, but may end up where they want to end up. Whatever mm. you, you set, whether your epitome is a specialist or middle management or superintendent or vice president, whatever it is. I think Nombilo, there's there's definitely a few things that worked for me, I would say. Yes. I will maybe three, I will highlight three of them. Yes, I'm gonna write them one, down myself. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is always whatever the room you find yourself, mm. be the hard person. Hard working person. Yes, in okay. whatever the room you find yourself, be the hardest working person. I know there's a big buzzword around working smart. Yeah, That's all. But when you're starting your career, being the hardest working person works so well for you than the working smart. Mm. Because um, after all, as you climb the corporate ladder, that's when... Um, call it the strategic element is required. But when you start your career, it's not so much about the strategic element. I mean, when I was an intern psychologist, it wasn't so much about as being uh, too strategic or when I was an HR practitioner, it wasn't too much about being too strategic, but it was about being the hardest working person, such as close mm. the vacancy as fast as you can, yes. right? And to IR matters as fast as you can. Support yes. line give feedback, you know, work as hard as you can, submit reports on time, you know, those mm, things. Mm, mm, I would mm, like to mm. encourage the youth not to shy away from working hard. Get mm. your hands there, there's, there's value in that simply because people notice you when you work hard. Yes, and definitely. will always reward your, your efforts. That's number one. Mm. Number two, number two, Show up on time. Okay. Sure. Show up on time. I remember at SA Breweries, my line manager or my manager was Suraya Singh. She was a very, call it a person with high work ethics. She mm. would be at work 30 minutes before half past seven. Sure. And she would leave office at least 30 minutes or an hour late. And I quickly, when I started, said to myself, it's embarrassing to arrive later than my boss. I quickly mm. learned her way. And I would then show up just maybe 20 minutes before she does. So okay. I would be a lot maybe 50 minutes to an hour early. 
and I will live after her or with her. Okay. Within six months, uh, she promoted me. And you know what she said to me? She said, Nontu, I've never had a hardworking intern like you. Your work ethics mm. are way beyond a person whom this is her first job. Sure, 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 sure. Nontu, if you don't mind me asking, who taught you all these principles? Because I'm sure it was your first time working as an intern. And then boom, you are doing things that did you read books well, how did you empower yourself to be this kind of intern thanks for asking that Numpilo, because i've reflected on that a lot and mm. and i mean as an intern it's your first formal job yeah how you learn these things i just want to say um families a home structure has mm. a lot to do with how a person turns out and i want parents mm. to hear me this is not to say as a parent you are solely and fully um responsible, responsible yeah out because you know what we do have have uh, examples or situations where we know that a child was raised well with ethics and mm. everything in it but i just want to say to parents do not underestimate your role i grew up uh, in a family where there was a lot of structure mom oh. and dad a really very disciplined people hard work it's something that was ingrained in us when we were young for me and my siblings it wasn't a matter of you wake up you take a bath and you go to school there were house chores that needed to be done before you go mm. you come back there are house chores and mom would actually really time you you know in terms of how many minutes it should take you to be home after school so you always sure. knew i had home on time and if you went uh, fooling with friends and come back home late and you knew there was a hiding or consequences for that mm. which can come of a hiding or can come in a form of being given task to do at home so hard work i learned at home and being on time as well as being respectful mm. not below often we often don't talk about respect yes respect out of fashion. Yes. Be respectful if you want to see yourself grow and supported. You know, mm. this whole thing when you write to your boss, you you put a K instead of an okay or instead of using formal words, you know? Mm. It's just okay. Respect is very important. Very important. And showing up time is part of respect. Sure, sure. So that means you respecting someone else's time. If, if we said, yeah, oh, wow. And not to continue sharing, you are going to share your third point and then. And yes, Nombelo, and the last one that I would really want to believe that worked for me is be open to learn. Mm. You know, the first time when you are licensed to be a learner is really early on in your career. Very often, non below, uh, people fall into a trap of trying to act smart, and mm. often they come up as arrogant. Sure. It is very important to raise your hand and ask questions. It's very important to be open to learning. And don't quickly, as a, a, a junior person, quickly see yourself as equal to your superiors. When I say superiors here, I'm not even only and only um, uh, relating that to your boss. I'm even talking about people who've got maybe more experience than you, whom you can learn a lot, mm. or who in senior 
on you and and respect everyone i always emphasize this i give you an example i always say often people like to respect titles yes and definitely they make a mistake that's where they make a mistake because um people first and foremost as a people they are equal mm. Mm. So is equal. And the titles are attached to what they're expected to deliver. Nothing more. Sure. Very often. Absolutely so respect profound. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Respect everyone. I mean, I've seen people uh, sometimes they will phone looking for me and ill treat my PA. Mm. Not knowing the relationship I have with her, that I mm. regard mm. her as mm. my sister or my big sister. Mm. She may be my but she's like a sister or a big sister to me. Mm. And the moment that someone so phoned and was rude, whatever mm. you were actually looking for to me, already I, I've got this preconceived idea about you of mm. arrogance. Mm. Yeah, because now Who you thought? are able to. Yeah, no, that's so deep, not to. Because sometimes people yeah, because would, you thought... would respect people just because they have a higher position, not because they're exactly. just human, you know. Exactly. Sure, sure, because sure. you thought you by the time you get to me and you're trying to be all uh, humble, kind, and respectful, and I'm looking at you and I'm like, look, who who you are is mm. seen by people that you think do not have the power. Sure, 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 sure. No, you are building us up. I am so empowered right now. And I feel like we can really win in corporates if we really apply those basic principles that you've shared with us that have made you win as an individual. Can you also share briefly about your winning? How was, about your running? How was your experience with the seven marathons, seven continents in seven days? I know that you, you you were the first female from Africa to run this marathon. Can you briefly share the experience? What kept you going, you know? Because I'm sure it, it, it couldn't have been an easy experience. Yeah, Nombilo, it was indeed exciting, tough, everything in one, you know? Mm. And we started in Africa, where we ran in Cape Town by the sea point. We then went to Antarctica. That was mostly the hardest marathon because um, it, the gale wind was so strong, even by Antarctica standards. I remember by the time I finished running, I really thought uh, I had lost my fingers. Sure. I couldn't even remove my gloves. So that's a marathon where I had to really dig deep and, and really look at my why. And I really ref- did reflect on why I am doing this which is to support a school in need. And it was for me beyond building the school because sponsors are generous. Even if I didn't finish the marathon, they were still going to donate, you know, because this was beyond non-do, you know? Yes. But I also, I was motivated a lot, Nombilo, by me running the world. What message am I sending to a girl from Seleni or a Mm -hmm. girl from, you know, who will look at non ordinary person, a girl like them who comes from a rural village yes. and then started about me that she ran. So that you just send a message of hope. Yes, that, yes, yes, yes. Can't you wow. see yourself reflecting me? Mm. That you can do or even more. So yes, yes and 
hardest marathon. We finished Antarctica and then we flew to Australia. Australia was the most beautiful marathon simply because we started the run at 11 p.m. and it was nice and cool and it was fast and flat course. Thereafter, we went to Asia in Dubai. It was quite hot in Dubai, but we mm. did obviously, you know, enjoy the heat. Finished Dubai, we went to Spain in Madrid. That was one of the most beautiful marathons because we got an opportunity to run in a Formula One course. What a wow. special that was. Then we finished there. We went to South America. We ran in Brazil. It was very hot. I think it was about 36 degrees. When I started that marathon, Numpida was like, okay, I've got an advantage of being familiar with the heat because I was the mm. only one from, from South Africa. Right? Yes. Exactly. But I quickly realized... This is too much. It was too, too hot. I must say many of my marathons, I had finished them sub four hours. And I was hoping that also with the Brazil one, I can do it in three hours and something. But I quickly realized this is too much. So I ended up finishing four hours, six minutes or so. Then we flew to North America where we did our last marathon in Miami. What a beautiful cause, beautiful scenery and mm. really no, jubilee all around saying, you know, we've come this far. You had to finish the last marathon, right? So you're not yes. even So that that was really the experience. And Numbilo over the seven days, because we were rushed for time, because we had to do this within seven days. And often people ask me, How can you run seven marathons on seven continents? Exactly. That was my next question. <laughs> like, how do you get to the next continent in the next day? Like is it even possible? Please say. <laughs> yeah, it is possible because we had a dedicated private charter plane. I sure. don't think you, you can do it if you are using the, you know, um, normal commercial flight. So mm. with a dedicated charter plane, really this plane was dedicated to taking the participants of this race from one continent to another. So we fly, we land, we get off mm. the plane, the for us, we run, we finish running, we get onto the plane, we fly to the next continent. So there's no waiting and delaying. The delays are impossible because it's a plane dedicated to you. So that's how it was possible. Just on that still, note too, it was also just mm. before COVID started. So no COVID me. didn't interfere with your plans and your travels and stuff. Yo, no, no, God works in mysterious ways. Just when we came back, because we finished the last marathon was on the 13th of February. So mm. I stayed in Miami just to recover before I flew back. Sure. And the time hit the shores of South Africa within two to three weeks, COVID-19 hit the shores of SA. Sure. I think it was, it was the 3rd of March when mm. the first case was in Midlands. Yeah. Yeah. And we this 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 marathon just missed COVID. You know, I sure. wouldn't even say missed COVID. Participants from China could not join us because oh, already because, China uh, experiencing the brutality of COVID-19. Yes, absolutely. And non below I learned through this mm. that people we are one. What yeah. happens in China happens what happens in UK happens to me. As, as the world, I think when COVID was hitting hard in China, we thought it's a China problem. Not, yes, definitely. So mm. I learned so much from this experience that what happens to Nombilo happens to me. 
Mm, 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 mm. you I just so amazing. Like when I was going through your videos, I kept watching you and your journey and I was like, it's so amazing that a normal child from a normal village, like we've even gone to the same school, but you've done so much with your life. It's such an example for each and every person out there that they too can do it. Their wildest dreams are valid. Like I even saw one of your interviews that your CEO actually offered to help you to pay for the for the race because you it was too much, it was too expensive. So you've got a good relationship with the CEO. Absolutely. You see the values that I shared with you, that mm. I said encourage people in their early career to, yes. to live by. I continue to live by those values. A very mm. good example now, uh, my boss, Alan Walla, who is the CEO of Richard's Bay Call Terminal, it was quite interesting because after I ran a 100 mile cliff, that is 160 kilometers non-stop, mm. I then said, I actually would like another challenge. I'm not sure which challenge. And then I started looking for uh, big adventures around the world. And then I came across these seven marathons on seven continents in seven days. And initially, when I read that, I obviously knew it's going to be expensive, but I thought, ah, maybe it's going to be like 150,000, you know, something mm. I can save up for and go. Mm. And then when I looked at how much it is, I was like, oh no, I'm, this is too much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Weekend, right? And on Monday, when I went to work, and while we were talking about work stuff, as well as how was your weekend, I said, oh, my weekend was great. Um, I was looking for a next adventure. And he was like, what's that? And then I highlighted seven marathons on seven continents, seven days. And then I said, hmm, but that sounds impossible. And he was like, oh, you have done worse. I think you would do wow. that. Wow. And then I said, <laughs> no, and, and, and I said, I have two worries. One is whether I will finish it. Number two, it's too expensive, so I'm not going to do it. And then he said, your worry number one is not valid because I know you, once you put your mind into something, you will make it happen. I know you will train for it to be fine. And then he said, the second part, then he said, you know what? Because you're going to be doing it for a good cause to help a school in need in raising funds will support you. And so. no, you know, just like that, my dream, <laughs> wow. Yo, yo, yo. Do you mind to share how much it costed you? How much the race costs? I would ask people to go and have a look on World Marathon Challenge. Oh, World Marathon <laughs> Challenge. At least they have something. <laughs> yes. Um, Nontu, I actually want people after the show to just give you questions on what they would like to know about you as well and i'll actually actually like them to also google you and find your videos on youtube because even sapc was covering you like you were in the headlines and you are such an inspiration on tutorial and I, I watched one of your interviews and you said you feel the fear but you just do it anyway and i was so inspired by that that you know it was not easy for you to run all these marathons but you just did it anyway. And I saw the pictures of you with those girls being so excited that you're doing all this just for them. And wow. And one of the advices I've also read on your write-ups was to get on the start and the rest will fall into place. Do you have any closing remarks for today? And then we're going to get your social media handles because um, we, we just, I'm just so packed. My diary is full. I'm just so motivated by your story. Not 
Thanks, my closing remarks would be many dreams die not because people tried and failed, but because they never get who is doing it, who may be even less capable than you are, but because they had the courage to start. So you cannot win a race without starting the race. So just just not below the courage to show up. Just the courage to show up, right? Mm. I, I beg people to show up for their lives. Be a full participant in your life. Mm, mm, mm. Do not be your own judge. And unfortunately, we don't even wait and see ourselves fail. We just mm-hmm. condemn ourselves before we start. Oh mm. my goodness, the world, the world has domesticated us to look at ourselves from a critical point of view. Have mm. compassion for yourself. Just so. have the courage to start. That's all to give extraordinary things are very ordinary people. Sometimes when I listen to people like you do now, speak mm. or sing praises about me, for me, it's actually strange because I know how ordinary I am, and I even no, know you're not. I have. <laughs> you're I have not. <laughs> no, but, but let me tell you the beautiful no, thing. Not. The beautiful thing that I know, the beautiful thing that I know, Nombilo, is that those weaknesses don't define me. You know what defines me? Mm. Is how much I my life. Mm, mm, mm. Can you say that again? Not what defines you. That yes. what defines you is not weaknesses that you have or the things you cannot do what defines you are the things that you show up for mm, so we must show up to just show up oh just to show up yes girl you know, mm. people the people that you are watching Nombilo running the show it's mm. because they watch it they just showing up so yeah. the people that we, we demonize and say they are rich multi-millionaires and everything it's because they show up yeah. people that we, we identify as a heroes and heroes they are so ordinary it's just mm. that they are showing up so mm, mm, make mm, it your mm, to mm. show up in your life be a full participant in your life have the courage to show up show up afraid it is okay. Mm, mm, we all mm, are afraid. Make no mistake. In October, Nubilo will be running 251 kilometers in the Sahara Desert, running a race that is declared as the toughest foot race on earth, which is Marathon de Sars. Guess mm. what? All I have to do for me is just show up. The rest will fall into place. Wow. No, I am definitely showing up. I am so going to show up like I've never shown up before. Like you've just so encouraged me right now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I feel so empowered, inspired, and equipped by this um, conversation that I've had with you. How do we get hold of you via social media? Yeah, the only place people can find me is Facebook. I'm known to talk on Gabi. And people who wish to get hold or be in touch, they can also reach me on noon2.mkapi at icloud.com. 
Oh, okay. All right. And I'm certain that me and you are going to still do things together. Bigger things than the world is waiting for. Because I love what you say. I love what you use. I love the language that you're speaking, you know. And it, I, I think it was not a mistake that God made us meet when we were young. So I'm so grateful for the time that you've shared with me today. And I'm certain that our listeners will be blessed and they'll actually give you more feedback and ask you more questions on how to grow on this field as a runner and as a corporate giant and the heart, the heart that you have, may God continue to continue to bless you and may you touch more lives as you grow, as you show up being a full participant. I've learned so much. May you have a blessed week ahead. Happy Monday to our listeners. Remember to follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. This is Nompilo Yeah, yeah, yeah. signing out. Have a blessed Monday. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Nompilo.